1: Lady the Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis, Intelligent Radio.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Theodore Ted Kaczynski, the Harvard educated mathematician who retreated to a shack in the Montana wilds and ran a 17 year long bombing campaign that killed three people, has passed away. He was 81. Former President Trump now facing 37 felony charges related to the mishandling of classified documents. Special
0: Counsel Jack Smith delivered a short public statement after the Justice Department unsealed 37 criminal charges against Trump.
1: We have one set of laws in this country, and they apply
2: to everyone.
0: Smith said his office would seek a speedy trial and encouraged the public to read the 49-page indictment in full to understand the scope and gravity of the charges. Trump retaliated against Smith on social media calling him deranged.
2: That's Greg Clarkson reporting. Republicans are accusing the DOJ of weaponizing their division. More on these stories at com.
1: Hugh Hewitt doesn't see the president running again. The biggest story of the weekend is the president falling down at the Air Force Academy and bumping his head on Marine One when he's getting it off and kind
3: of being lost at the Marine Corps parade. The guy is too old to run for
1: president. He's just too old. And everybody that is my age, 67, knows it. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot. Intelligent radio. What would make Dad's Day even better this year? Well, $2,000 isn't a bad start. Drop by am1280thepatriot.com to register for our Father's Day 2K giveaway. You can even sign up daily for additional chances to win. Our Father's Day 2K giveaway at am1280thepatriot.com. Your weather forecast today. Today's high around 80 degrees with some clouds and some rain this afternoon. Otherwise, tonight's low 56. Sunday, sunny high of 70. Welcome back, Twin
2: Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the shining spot of red in the sea of dismal, dingy, institutional blue. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog Shot in is Info. 22 years of documenting everything that is the madness of life in a progressive cesspool. St. Paul, in my case, Minneapolis perhaps, in yours. Uh, along with my team, uh, the A-team of the Twin Cities Media, Jack Tomzak coming up at 3 o'clock today. The new guy. Brad Carlson tomorrow from 1 to 3, the closer edition. And, of course, King Banyan covering the economics front like no one else in broadcasting anywhere in the world. Ergo the known universe. The King Banyan radio show Saturday mornings 9 to 11 on her sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. Together, we dominate the Twin Cities media. They give us eight hours a week because if they gave us any more, it wouldn't be a fair fight anymore. Uh, the rest of the Twin Cities media has the other 160 hours a week. We got eight, and we still club them like baby seals. That's a 1980s joke. Kids, ask your parents. I don't think they do that anymore, do they? I'm not sure I've heard of that in years. At any rate, this is us, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, grassroots media for real Americans. And believe me, there's never been more need for us in this market in particular than there is right now. To wit, let's talk about, uh, by the way, uh, before I get to uh, discussing why, We've got a huge show coming up today. Uh, coming up later on this hour, we're going to be talking with Jennifer Deidre Nett about the process of helping the Minnesota Republican Party not repeat the same thing over and over again, breaking out of some of the bad habits. It, it's As much as Minnesota is into the therapeutic culture, uh, one would think the Republican Party would, would learn a little bit about, say, teaching itself the lessons it needs to to not continue to be a miserable loser. And we're going to do our best to help the party do exactly that. By the way, one little hint to about forty percent of the Minnesota Republican Party: the difference between being an insurgent uh, rabble rouser and an establishment rhino. Know what that difference is? (laughs) Difference is getting elected one time to anything. That's this is something to keep in mind as you view the the choices that, that come to you to get endorsed and to run for office this next time around here. The, another thing that, that will help you all is perfect is the enemy of good enough. Sometimes good enough is, in fact, good enough. We'll talk about that with Jennifer DeJunet later on in the hour here. Uh, second hour, we're going to be talking about a great cause that I hope I can get you guys all out to help support here. Hennepin County Sheriff's Association is back to doing its annual Backing the Blues benefit to benefit the HCSA. This is going to be a street dance, well, technically a parking lot dance, uh, next Saturday at the Chester Bird American Legion in Golden Valley, right at northwest of the intersection of Glenwood and Highway 100, kind of tucked away, cleverly hidden down there in the flat down underneath the freeway. Uh, by the way, I, I have some self-interest in there in this. Elephant in the Room will be playing there next week, hence I will be changing shows, I believe, trading days with Brad Carlson, technically what we call being off on assignment. That will be my assignment, actually one of two assignments next week. I'll be starting off the morning judging at Speaking Proudly, the speech competition that we talked about last week with, uh, of course, last year's winner and the rest of the crew. And uh, right after that, packing up and heading out to Packing the Blues and hopefully meeting a bunch of you there and supporting a great cause Uh helping bring more people into law enforcement. That goodness knows they need a lot of good people and to make the case to, uh, to, to these people to get them into law enforcement. Uh, there's a shortage out there. We need to, thanks to, well, the rest of Hennepin County government, we're going to try and do something about that next week. At any rate, so hope to see you there for that. More on that later on in the show here. But in the meantime, let's talk a little uh, a bit about the culture war. Talk radio was fighting the culture war back before it was called that. And we will continue to until some future Democrat administration tries to shut down the AM band again. Uh, That's something else we need to talk about later on here. But uh, this this is something that is proceeding more or less as predicted. Now, those of you who listen to the Northern Alliance will know that four and a half years ago, election night 2018... Midterms, the Trump midterms, the first round of elections that uh, that Donald Trump, uh, the Trumpism got beat up during. We had a bad year here in Minnesota. The Republicans got beaten back pretty badly in the midterms. They went from having uh, a considerable amount of control to barely hanging on in the Senate. And of course, we didn't win the governor's race back then. So we, I mean, we lost to to Governor Clink. It was uh, the second Jeff Johnson attempt, and in a just world, he'd have been governor, but here we are. And as I said, towards the end of that broadcast, the one thing we could take heart in is that progressives, being who they are, basically being like the emotional, intellectual equivalent of, when it comes to power, uh, of the emotional, intellectual equivalents of teenagers who find a lost platinum card on the street. They cannot resist going out and using it. They get power; they're going to spend it. In fact, that's what they said last week, the week after the, the session wrapped. This Governor Clink himself went in front of the national media, including the ever querulous EJ Dion, as we discussed last week, and said, "Hey, we didn't we didn't get all this power to to save up political capital. We're going to spend it." I mean, sounding almost exactly like the metaphorical teenager I just described. (laughs) Having found a gold card lying in the gutter, finding it works, finding it still has an unlimited balance, and going out and spending it, that's what he did. I mean, he, Governor Klink, and his entire caucus is that teenager. The power they got via the trifecta is that stolen gold card. And he, in effect, they, they, they're doing exactly the same thing, only just in a more Governor Clink-like manner. Uh, and I can carry on, but I won't. Uh, so, but yet yeah, we're seeing, we're seeing some, some signs of a backlash. We're starting to see, I mean, uh, some of the national shows here on AM 1280 and uh, Freedom 1570 are starting to make note of this. And we're starting to see some of this here in Minnesota as well. Now, this – and, of course, this is a very difficult session for conservatives here in Minnesota. The, the, the DFL had the trifecta, as they reminded us constantly. And as we discussed last week, there's a reason they're reminding you constantly. They're trying to gaslight you into feeling hopeless. If you are a conservative and a politically active one especially, they want you to get demoralized to the point where you pack up and move elsewhere. That's what they want. They want to concentrate the pool. They want to get more progressives to move here, or at least Democrat voters to move here. They don't really care what they are. In fact, if they're illegal immigrants who just feel they owe a debt to the Democrat party and shut up and go away otherwise, they're fine with that. And if you're a politically active conservative who just finally is tired of being the state's ATM and you decide to move to Florida or South Carolina or South Dakota, God help you, that's fine with them too. It doesn't matter where they gaslight you into into uh, where they gaslight you into moving or how silent they gaslight you into being. It serves their purposes. Now, the trifecta led to an epic jam down, and they have been celebrating like a bunch of, like a a Division II hockey school celebrating a, a playoff win for this past couple weeks here. The jam down on social issues was... The kind of thing that is going to cause a, a, any anybody who's in the opposition, that would be all of us, to go, wow, that was brutal. And we got another session of it coming up here if things don't change. I think some things are changing. For starters, let's talk about the reasons behind the jam down. Let's focus on one issue in particular, because there were a lot of issues on which the DFL jammed down a progressive agenda. I mean, you pretty much name it abortion Uh, elections. I mean, they made our elections much less democratic by making it twice as hard, uh, at least for third parties to get on the ballot. They got burned by all of the legal marijuana parties that got on the ballot. They don't want to. And. By the way, they got burned even worse in 2002 uh, by the Green Party, which ate up a lot of their votes, 2002, 2006, I think it was, late 19. Anyway, when the Green Party got itself on the ballot, it actually stayed there for a couple of elections, there are those who say that that's a good part of the reason, at least significant part of the reason Tim Pawlenty won in 2002. At any rate, the, the DFL went and fixed that, doubling the percentage that a minor party, a third party has to see. A, in a general election for statewide office uh, to get on the ballot and get state funding. So libertarians, you're out of luck. Uh, Green Party, you're also out of luck. Democratic Socialists, <laughs> you're especially out of luck. And I don't even know. You know what? I feel bad there, too, because the Democrats have basically done what they needed to do to ensure their place on the ballot and ensure that nobody can do to them what Tom Horner did to Tom Emmer in 2010 oh excuse me uh so let's talk about the issue that may have been the most culturally extreme beyond abortion even beyond making a Minnesota abortion sanctuary in fact i, don't know, I think they might have wanted to shoot for abortion resort uh if you listen to some of the rhetoric let's talk about uh, the the transgender sanctuary Laws—the laws that essentially made Minnesota not only a state, uh, a safe state to come to, if you want your child, your minor child, to get radical uh, chemical neutering and get lined up for radical surgery that will forever affect your life in ways that are—the more you learn about them, the more depressing they seem. Uh, and. There's two reasons why they jammed this down. I got to thinking about this as I was was watching uh, What is a Woman a week ago yesterday. It was available for free online. Uh, Matt Walsh and the Daily Wire made the documentary available, and it got viewed perhaps by more eyeballs in that 24 hours than every other documentary produced and released this last year, perhaps. I'm guessing there. But it was amazing, and it had a huge effect. And it pointed out two reasons Uh, That and something else that I saw this past week pointed out two reasons behind the DFL's epic jam down on this. Perhaps the most bizarre of all issues to jam down on a population. We'll talk about that when we come back. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join me. And I sincerely hope that you do. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot.
1: south saint paul to southeast asia and little canada to regular sized canada we're where you are listen anytime anywhere at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app
4: we're here with another satisfied jtr roofing customer
5: what did your home need we needed an exteriors update we needed roofing siding um entry doors and our storm doors replaced
4: Why did you choose JTR Roofing?
5: After meeting with their sales team and looking at the products that they were offering as well as the warranty, it was an easy choice to choose JTR.
4: What did you think of the work JTR did?
5: The job was completed in a timely manner. The crews were very professional and the workmanship was outstanding. We didn't have any surprises along the way or on our final bill. JTR was very knowledgeable and made it very comfortable from start to finish. Our house looks great. We received multiple compliments from friends and family. I was 100% satisfied with the work from JTR.
0: Go to JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. That's JTRRoofingInc.com.
2: Al Malmberg here. Sunday morning on the World of Aviation. We'll welcome back Bob Jasperson of the Wings of the North Museum to talk about the forthcoming Wings of the North Air Show at Flying Cloud Airport in Eden Prairie. We'll find out what planes will be on hand, what planes you can catch a ride in, and what American heroes will be in the hangar of legends. Join us Sunday morning at 10.05 for the World of Aviation. Heard right here on AM 1280, The Patriot.
3: Dennis Prager here. Sue and I mean it when we say dogs are part of our family and there's nothing like their loyal companionship. So we provide them with rough greens, R-U-F-F, because we want them to feel healthy and be with us as long as possible. I know Charlie Kirk feels the same way
4: the pragers and i couldn't agree more i rely on my trusted furry friend mr briggs who's an absolute machine and he relies on me to provide what's best for him naturopathic doctor dennis black has packed rough greens not a dog food but a supplement full of vitamins minerals digestive enzymes and omega oils that mr briggs absolutely needs and loves trying rough greens for your dog just makes sense Greetings, naturopathy Dr. Dennis Black here. I'm honored that the Pragers and Charlie trust their dog's health, to Rough Green. I'm so confident that Rough Green can help your dog too, that I'm offering you a free Jumpstart trial bag. Just cover the shipping. Yes, dog food is dead food, but it doesn't have to be. Go to ruffgreens.com.
1: In your car, at home and on the job. AM Radio has more than 80 million listeners each month. For more than a century, AM Radio has evolved to meet the needs of our community. Visit wearebroadcasters.com and tell us how you depend on AM. Wearebroadcasters.com
2: AM 12A The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, drop by am12athepatriot.com to register for the Father's Day 2K giveaway. You can even sign up daily for additional chances to win. What would your dad spend 2 k on? Oh, the list I have. Well, I'm not eligible, but your dad is probably. So go to am1280thepatriot.com, sign up, make Father's Day Day for Dad. 651-289-4488, four, four, eight, eight, the number to call, should you care to join me. And that's really what this is about. By the way, if you disagree with me for any reason, you get on the air first. Try that at Minnesota Public Radio. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you'll end up on a hate speech registry if you disagree with them. Just you watch. No, this is a real genuine discussion, and uh, no consequences. Go figure it now. Uh, like I said last week, I watched uh, Matt uh, Matt Walsh's biography or not biography investigation. Uh, what is what is a woman? Uh, a question that seems absurd on its face, and in, and in fact, absolutely is. Now, I, I'll confess to this. Matt Walsh is heard every uh, every weekday for, at four o'clock. On her sister station, AM uh, Freedom 1570, and he does great stuff. He does a great podcast, not necessarily great radio, but it's a great podcast. Now, radio purism aside, I did watch the movie, and one of the the, the reasons that the DFL jammed this jammed the the chemical castration of miners down so very, very, very hard this last session came boiling out at you about two thirds of the way through the movie. Every person that transitions medically and surgically, on average, winds up paying $1.3 million during the course of their lifetime to clinics, to doctors, to surgeons, to pharmacists, to big pharma, to big medicine. That's a lot of money. And it's a lot of money that comes without a lot of procedural strings attached to it, Uh, which... If you've ever worked in health insurance and seen the contortions that clinics have to go through to bill insurance companies and Medicare for more mundane, uh, more regulated procedures, this you could see why so many doctors are coming out and saying, we must affirm the gender. We must affirm the gender by hacking people's uh, various gender-specific parts off and pumping them full of hormones that they have to be on for the rest of their lives. Under very little regulation, uh, under the great scheme of things, and at a very, very high profit margin, so that's one reason. I think it's fair to surmise that the DFL jammed this down. An awful lot of medical institutions are looking for that little extra bit of, of money on the top here to, to help them to help them uh, out in what has become a rather difficult time for, for clinics and hospitals in general nationwide, statewide. It's I get I believe what my grandparents in the cattle industry used to refer to as a cash cow, a cow made of cash. Things I've never seen in real life, but we have just passed such a thing in the Minnesota State Legislature. It's a cash cow. It's a license to print money. And by the way, that one point three million is an average. If someone transitions when they're uh, in their 40s, you're probably talking just barely in six figures if you can get someone on board when they're 16, starting with the hormone, if you can start them on puberty blockers before they're even in, in double digits, which some of the Munchausen mommies are doing out there, and Munchausen daddies, sure, Munchausen families, uh, boy, the, the, the receipts just go up from there. You may say I sound like a cynic there are times when cynicism is perfect realism ladies and gentlemen that's one reason that i think that the dfl jammed this uh, legislation this policy down so very very hard but there's another one that popped out this last week as it were and i read this on ann althouse's blog this past week so listen carefully because it zigs when you think it's going to zag uh, this is from a PRRI study of more than 5,000 Americans. In the past several years, views have shifted on gender identities. And you're probably thinking if you've talked to a, a Gen Z or a, a college professor in your life, well, they sure have. Everything's gone to to, to, to Minneapolis on a handbasket. Uh, people are believing all sorts of stuff that would have completely violated all norms of common sense 40 years ago. And, and you might be right, or at least you think so. But, but bear with us here. In the past several years, views have shifted on gender identities. In 2021, nearly 6 in 10 Americans, that's two years ago, for those of you who learned your math in a progressive public school. In 2021, nearly 6 in 10 Americans, 59% said there are only two gender identities, men and women, and 40% of Americans believe that there are many, many gender identities, from three up through infinity. The following year, in 2022, 62% of Americans believed, wait for it, wait for it, what's he going to say? If things flipped completely? They went from 59% believing there were two genders to 62% believing there were infinite genders and you are exactly what you believe you are? You might think so. If you've been subjected to the gaslighting The social conditioning that the media industrial complex has been dumping on you, that's been dumping on all of society, especially during this pride month, the most holy of all months of the secular calendar these days. You might think that that's what happened. In fact, as I read this piece, I had to do a double take because I was not ready for what followed. In 2021, six in 10 Americans, 59 percent said there are only two genders, man and woman. Forty percent believed otherwise. A year later in 2022, 62 percent of Americans believed that there are only two gender identities and more than a third said there are many identities. So to recap, the divide slightly increased again in 2023, by the way, with 65 percent saying that there are two genders and 34 percent saying there are many. By the way, this is from a PRRI study, which studied roughly three times as many people as most of the social science surveys that you see from groups like Pew that are, uh, and Triple P that are generally considered relatively reliable. And this is the good news here, folks. Among other bits and pieces that have leaked out past what I think has to be at least a, a, an embargo, uh, an information embargo by omission. This past week, think through the numbers in your head between 2020, 2021, 2021. Holy cow. How many twenties are there between 2021 and this year? The percentage of Americans who believe that there are exactly two genders, no more, no less, you would have expected would have dropped as the Minnesota DFL LGBTQ plus minus divided sign, thank you, Ben Shapiro caucus, does its end zone happy dance through the halls of the Capitol, selfieing itself into early skin cancer risk. Be careful, people. The number of people who actually believe the line they are putting out there dropped from forty to thirty five percent. That is a twelve percent of their original total. And the number of people who don't, the number of people who were with the people that the likes of Kurt Schlicht, do refer as the normals, rose from 59 to 65 percent. If this was a Ron DeSantis poll, he would be doing the end zone happy dance around his office. If this was a Donald Trump poll, he was think, like, yes, yes, I told you so. Best poll, best poll ever. Beautiful poll. I, I don't know how Ben Shapiro does his Trump impression. It's so on point, and, and I can't do it at all. If only Marlon Brando had been elected president. Oh, good poll. Poll you can't refuse. No, but we have no president, Marlon Brando. Anyway, I digress. More than 4 in 10 Americans agree with the idea that young people are being peer pressured into being transgender, by the way, while thirty uh, uh 55% disagree. Okay, so there's 55%... Uh, that we need to to convince here. Majority of Republicans agree compared to 41 percent of independents and 21 percent of Democrats. So it, it is fair to say that uh, people tend to believe straight down their party lines on this. Uh, by the way, white evangelicals and atheists, again, follow on both sides of the question. Fewer than uh, four in 10 Generation Z Americans, 36 uh, percent, millennials agree that young people are being pressured into becoming transgender, although that is changing. That has arisen uh, uh, quite some, uh, quite some uh, well, we've talked about that on this broadcast in recent years. At, at any rate, this is the good news here, folks. The The DFL may be crazy, but they're not stupid. They may, they're certainly extreme but they're not stupid, they can see that more polls like this, you could see that the, the the social door behind them might be starting to swing shut and they've got to do all the, they've got to grab everything they can because whatever you think about them and I think, you know, what I think about them and their agenda. Uh, one thing you can't say about them is they don't know how politics works. One absolute fact of politics it 's th- that 's very similar to life in the software industry where I do my day- where I earn my uh, actual paycheck is sort of like pouring concrete or writing code doing the initial job is the easy part. pouring concrete, writing code, or passing legislation it 's hard it 's a lot of work. But it's a whole lot easier than redoing code, than chipping up concrete, or repealing terrible law and wretched policy. And they know this. The DFL has to know that there is going to be a riposte. It happened in Virginia. It happened in Georgia. It happened in 2010 with the Tea Party. Some of them aren't that bright, but the ones in charge certainly know a little bit about history. They also know that tearing all this up is going to require years of Republican majorities To have a chance of even making a dent in the damage that's just been done. So how do we build years of Republican majorities? Well, we'll talk about that when we come back. We'll be talking with Jennifer Deidre about the Republican Party not repeating the same thing over and over again, the proverbial definition of insanity. Let's see if we can stop the madness in the Minnesota GOP. When we come back, Northern Alliance Radio Network AM 1280, The Patriot, go nowhere. We'll be right back.
4: Sale. Save thirty-five to sixty-five percent and vacation in your own backyard resort from Minnesota's largest spa dealer. We have the largest selection at unbeatable prices. Choosing a staycation spa that fits your family is easy. We have nearly forty different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom, or visit our website at MasterPoolAndSpa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin, and trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. 18 months, 0% financing. Master Pool and Spa Staycation Sale. Save 35 to 65%. Offer in Sunday. Master Pool and Spa, 394 in Louisiana. 952-253-0665. 952-253-0665. Or visit MasterPoolandSpa.com. That's MasterPoolandSpa.com.
5: That's TwinCitiesTuition.s.com. I remember when we found out we were expecting you, and we were so surprised.
4: You were. Yep. But then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception.
1: This radio station is always on, but sometimes you need more content than you can take with you anywhere. That's why we invented the SalemPodcastNetwork.com. You'll find all the great hosts on this radio station, plus a few more like Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Reagan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie. There's literally no end to what they can teach you. It's like radio, on demand. And just like radio, it's always on. Go find out what you're missing. Download the app, SalemPodcastNetwork.com.
2: AM 12A The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651 289 4488. Join us, won't you please? You. Hey, debt runs rampant in the United States, especially public debt. Well, we can't help much with that, but we can help with some of the more personal debts that you got to deal with. It adds up, we know this. So, we're here to lighten the financial burden with the $18,000 get-caught-up sweepstakes. Increase your opportunities to win up to ten grand to apply to your debts by registering daily at am12athepatriot.com. It costs nothing. Nothing goes on your plastic to register, and that's really what you need at this point. I don't know why sometimes I get frightened. I know why I get frightened. We're in a state that's run by lunatics... And we have it in our hand. We have the the means at hand to change that here, potentially, with us to talk about hopefully how the good guys and gals can do this. Longtime friend of the show, Jennifer Dijonette, joins us here. Jennifer, welcome to the show.
6: Hello, thank you for having me on.
2: So we have been, uh, among many others, you and I, Walter Hudson, a whole bunch of the other good guys and gals, have have been involved in this extended discussion about what does the Republican Party do in the future. Let's talk about. What they have been doing over the past few years that has left us in this position, having a zero-fecta at the state level, and not, notwithstanding the fact that this is a 50-50 state, two, uh, four, four Republican congresspeople, four Democrat congresspeople, I mean, that's prima facie evidence that this state is pretty much divided straight down the middle, and yet we have a government— uh, at the state level in St. Paul, that isn't a whole lot more sane than New Jersey or California. So, how, in your opinion, Jennifer DeJounette, how do we get here?
6: Well, I think first, the fundamental two things have been missing. Number one, politics is always an addition exercise. You got to get the people you have in your core and your base, those that agree with you, and then you got to add to it. Uh-huh. Election after election after election, whether you win or lose, growth. Right. Exercise this. um, And that doesn't matter if you're in a dark red district or in a light blue district. You just got to keep moving forward. And right. a lot of times we don't do that. The second is, is we've forgotten that when a voter votes, it's not about you. Um, we think it's about us. We're going to scream our principles. We're going to yell in, in their faces. We're going to tell them you have to do it X, Y and Z. And people vote because they see themselves in you. It's a yeah. it's a mirror, not about you.
2: Yeah. And in fact, both of those points touch on the, the peeviest of my pet peeves about Minnesota Republicans, something that I, I think a lot of statewide candidates avoid me because I ding them on it every single time. I live in St. Paul. I'm surrounded by charter school parents who all vote Democrat. When, when I had my kids in the charter school system, all, all the other parents voted Democrat with maybe one exception. And yet they they didn't know No one was telling them that the DFL would have torpedoed every single charter school in the state if they had their way and given all that money back to the teachers union. And yet you cannot get a statewide Republican candidate to come into the city, meet with charter school parents or disaffected law and order voters that voted for almost put Don Samuels over the top against Ilhan Omar or against all the other people who are not currently voting Republican, but by all rights should be right now. And yet they're they're continuing to see if they can get people in Grant County and, uh, and and Benton County to vote harder.
6: Well, the other thing we're not doing is, is okay, politics is also not about being comfortable. Right. If you're always in the room talking to the people that agree with you. You know, even Jesus went out and talked to new people. Yes. So you, you have to go out to other people. You have to understand what is important to them. Then look at what you're talking about and... Start the conversation with what they care about, because you're asking someone to buy your product off the shelf. Mm -hmm. And if they don't want to buy apples and they really want to buy grapes, wonderful that you're both talking about fruit, but don't keep putting an apple in front of them. Go, you know what? I also sell grapes. Maybe I should put that in the front of the store first. And we don't try to do that at all in in a serious way. Um, and I say this as someone who has four election certificates to my name in Hennepin County. Okay. I actually, ironically, when a, I'm the highest known Republican elected in all of Hennepin County uh, four times over with a higher percentage each and every time. So I, I, And I get that because even if people don't agree with me on all of my issues, they know two things. One, if they ask me for help, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be in the foxhole with them working to get them what they need or, more importantly, make sure that they're heard and understood – And then number two, I'm willing to listen and they know they can trust me, that I will do what I say and I will say what I do. And those things, that fundamental trust is broken and we have to fix that. That's not the voter's problem. That's ours. Um, And then the second thing that um, is a really critical problem is it's wonderful if people are on social media, it's wonderful and all that, but. We can't run elections where phone banks are empty, door knocks are empty, people aren't talking to their neighbors, whether it's in their churches or on their blocks. And um, if you want to win, then you have to roll up your sleeves and get in the game. It doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to help. in Any way, shape or form, you're able to do that. And I did not see that last time.
2: Yeah, let's talk more about it because I've heard that from other candidates, including a few who by all, by all rights should have won and came within a couple hundred votes of winning in some heartbreaker districts. I, I, I'll just give you a little bit of background. I actually ran for office as a libertarian in 1998 for state treasurer. I, I won a moral victory because the state actually abolished the office, which was my only campaign platform because I was a good libertarian. But uh, the, the thing I noticed about libertarians that drove me back to the GOP is that libertarians as a rule, and there's exceptions. Kara Schultz, I, I hear you out there. Uh, there. There's a bunch that do do the nuts and bolts of campaign, but for the most part, the cliché, the stereotype of the libertarian is someone who likes to trumpet their principles on social media or wherever they can, but cannot be bothered to go out and hand out leaflets. Can't, can't do anything. The Republican Party's gotten a lot more like that in recent years. a whole lot of people who are perfectly happy to, to give, bend your ear about the principles that they fight for, but don't know a whole lot and don't care to learn about the whole lot about the mechanics of getting people to the polls to pull the, the lever for you. Well, and that's, that's crucial.
6: Well and that's the biggest point here. You can be as principled as you want. It. And I have some lo- I have some great principled friends that I would go to in a minute to understand, you know, the the twelve page thought process on a piece of article in the Constitution. Wonderful. Right. Great. But if you don't win elections, which is the only point of an election, you win or you lose and you go home, then you don't get to do the things you want to do. And the other side gets to do all the things they want to do. And you may not like it, but that's just how it works. That's the game. That's democracy. So the goal is to band together. Convince your neighbors in your own closest area to help you work with you and understand what they care about. Again, it's a reflective exercise and then just work through it. And sometimes what the left understands and what our side sometimes doesn't understand is it takes more than one election cycle to win. Oh, yeah. We have too many candidates that run, they come, they don't win, and then they go home not realizing that they have to go and try again because- They might have come really close and then not prevailed. And it just takes a couple cycles, even my own story. Oh, yeah. I run five elections in my own name. The first one I fell short with a half of a percent. Yeah. And then I've won four since then. Yeah. In the same essential geographic area, um, which is 185,000 voters. So, again, it's because you learn something, you introduce. I mean, nobody marries somebody on their first date, right? So sometimes it takes a couple dates. (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay, fair enough, and of course Jim Hagedorn a great example. The late Jim Hagedorn went one office on his third try. I mean, and and which brings us to another issue. I think uh, Klein
6: did, did that too. Actually, oh, that's right. That's right. Jonathan. And Abe Lincoln ran nineteen times. That's right. between Abe Lincoln. So <laughs> sometimes you learn more by the not the first victory, but you become the better leader in yeah. the second. Tom Emmer. Tom Emmer another great story like that. That's right? true. He's the third whip. I mean, he's. Very important.
2: That's that's very true, which brings us to two other issues that I think Republicans used to know and have forgotten. Number one is uh, what's the difference between an insurgent and an establishment rhino? Getting elected one time. Yes. Because <laughs> I remember the Tea Party class. I mean, radical changing. Uh, they changed an awful lot of things during their two years in office. And the next time they, they ran, they were called the establishment rhinos who sold out to the, the, the system. There's no way to win. And the other one is, and this is one I used to go back and forth with, with another local talk show host. Perfect is the enemy of good enough. Someone you agree with 70% of the time isn't your 100% enemy. And that's something that Republicans used to know. And something that Democrats will, I mean, I'm perhaps not very flattering really say that Democrat voters may have all sorts of differences now. But long about October 1st, being essentially herd animals, they will all fall into line and vote exactly as they're told. And not that I necessarily want Republicans to be a bunch of docile cattle but there has to be some sense that sometimes you get 70 or 60 percent of what you want in a candidate that's better than getting zero percent which is what an awful lot of you have right now
6: well and the other thing is is that the next election starts one second after the previous election you know like long live the king you know the king is dead long live the king exactly kind of the situation and so two things happened after the Last election, they immediately started to campaign again, immediately. Yep. And the other thing that they do is even when they're in session, they have their nonprofits, their organizing bodies continuing to outreach, door knock, phone call. Yeah, Our side typically doesn't do that per se. There are some groups that do it, obviously, but not in the same scale. So we can't let – when you're this far deep into single-party control – The official name for it is called a trifecta. That's when you have no ability to stop anything. You can put up any amendments as you want. It doesn't matter. They're all going to get voted down. Then what can you do? You've got the power of your voice to speak up, which um, people did try to do. And then the second biggest thing you got to do is immediately get to ground and understand and talk to the voters you didn't have, not the ones you had, the ones you didn't have, and then hear what they have to say and what – they need to, for you to earn their trust back because so that 's what it is
2: so let 's talk about the 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 prescription for what to do next between now and the next election. I mean we know what we have an idea what 's wrong. we have an idea what the party, republican party doesn 't well what the Republican voter seems to need to to, to work on here uh, let 's talk a little bit about what can be done and, and how we actually make it happen in time to do something useful here. Uh, give us a call by the way, if you have questions or comments for Jennifer G. at six five one 289-4488, the number to call on the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. I said
1: ta- AM 1280, The Patriot. From Elk River to the Congo River and Cannon Falls to Niagara Falls, we go where you go. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app
5: time is running out to join us in Israel this fall. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. Dennis Prager and I are headed back to Israel in October with our trusted partner, Inspiration Cruises and Tours. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to Stand With Israel. We'll visit amazing places in the Holy Land designed to encourage and captivate you at every turn. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com and sign up today. In Israel, we'll explore some of the most fascinating sites from religious and political history. We'll walk the streets of Jerusalem, tracing back the steps of Jesus and His disciples in the Dead Sea with all its healing and rejuvenating effects, and visit the Western Wall, a spiritual experience you will always remember fondly. Our expert guides will help explain the significance of each and every site, and our food and accommodations are specifically designed with you in mind. No other trip will be like the Stand With Israel Tour. Sign up today to travel with Dennis and me this October. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or visit StandWithIsraelTour.com. Have you filed
1: for disability benefits but were denied by the Social Security Administration? Or do you need to apply and are overwhelmed with paperwork? Are you between the ages of 50 and 63 and can no longer work because of an illness or injury? Thousands of hardworking Americans are in your situation. They file for disability benefits and are unnecessarily denied their much-needed benefit check. Call now for a no-obligation, free evaluation. We can help you nearly double your chances of approval and get your benefit checks faster. We understand the physical, emotional, and financial impact. We'll share our insider expertise and help you get your disability claim filed and paid immediately. There is a time limit to apply, so call right now. Operators are standing by to help you. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. 800-296-1553. That's 800-296-1553. There are over 5 million podcasts out there with over 70 million episodes between them. But let's face it, only a few have the Salem stamp of approval. Before getting lost in that jungle, find the ones we recommend at salempodcastnetwork.com or the app. Find Charlie Kirk, Dinesh D'Souza, Trish Reagan, Jenna Ellis, and Dennis and Julie, and tons more. We vet their content so you don't have to. And the nice thing is this, just like this radio station, they're always on message. salempodcastnetwork.com.
4: Hard water harms your pipes, causes clothes to fade faster, and your skin to be dry. Protect yourself with a wet technology water softener from Commerce Water. Commerce will give you $400 for your old softener and haul it away. Go to Commerce.com, Commerce Water, that's Commerce.com.
2: AM 1280 The Patriot, the Northern Alliance radio network. Get yourself in on a 10 day adventure you will remember forever. The Stand With Israel tour with Mike Gallagher and Dennis Prager. Broadcasting live on the trip and ensuring this is a memorable and special trip for you and yours if you're so inclined. Register today. See the full itinerary at AM 1280ThePatriot.com. Stand with Israel. Do it. Stand the you have questions or comments for Jennifer Deidre or myself or the world in general about the prospect and process for getting the Republican Party back from its current state of Palookaville. And, and it's frustrating because it was so close. The, let's, let's, let's make sure we put this in context because the Democrats are gaslighting the bejeebers out of conservatives saying, hey, we're inevitable. You never have a chance. We're, we, we're in power forever. I mean, that's literally what they're trying to get conservatives to up and leave Minnesota or at least shut up. Uh, without mentioning that if 300 votes in one, 400 votes in one Senate district had flipped, we would at least have the Senate. Uh, without mentioning that they outspent us 18 to 1. Without mentioning an awful lot of little points that, as you point out, don't matter if you don't win. A- absolutely right here. I, if, if sands and butts were candy and nuts, then this would be a wonderful Christmas. So
6: Well, and they did. So so first of all, Republicans can win statewide. Yes. We In this last election, we skimmed the rim. On two races that were completely winnable, and this will go to the point of what we need to do going right. forward. Um, Ryan Wilson, who ran for state auditor, came within 0.34% or 8,400 votes yep. to win or 1,200, literally only 1,200 votes to the recount. Yep. And then... Um, Uh, Jim Schultz almost won um, for um, attorney general, and he was about 20,000 votes to the win or 0.89 percent and 7,000 to the recount. That was within inches. And even though both uh, were collectively outspent by the DFL machine, um, the reason those two um, did not win is because there were a fleet of votes out there, 22,000 known conservatives in rural counties who vote by mail-in, who did not return their ballot, even though they got to their house. Yeah. Then there's another poll, um, some Republicans, some Democrats in this mix, but of 119,000 individuals who got an absentee ballot mailed to them by the state of Minnesota because they requested it, who did not return their ballot. Some are theirs. Some are ours. So both of those uh, very fine men who are, who are just awesome, by the way. Oh, yeah. I know them personally personally could have won if our own people had just taken the step to put their own ballot into a box. Yep. Um, And that just takes a get out the vote operation. That's three to five percent you can move a needle. So number one, our own people need to vote early and vote by absentee. It's a safe process. And because we need to get their votes from their kitchen tables. Into the box. That's you, easy for us to do. That's what, talking to our own people.
2: B- basic bit of election mechanics has nothing to do with principles. Has to do with sending people out to all these twenty-two thousand p- plus people and making sure that those ballots get put where they're supposed to go. The Democrats do it all the time. It was a borderline scandal. Noticing that the DFL sends people through the the, the Somali stacks on on on, the, on on seven corners and hauls the ballots physically in well, for
6: them. Yep. And I, I just want to use a very contemporary example because this is easy. So I. I um, in Brooklyn Park yeah. in the last couple days leading up to the election, Keith Ellison, Attorney General Keith Ellison, I saw was out door knocking and canvassing and riling up voters to, you know, go out and go into the neighborhoods and make sure everybody voted. Yep. I've never seen him door knocking, work so hard in his life. And trust me, this is not a man that probably does a lot of exercise. No, not to pick on him. <laughs> I mean, that is a joke. But but the point is, is that. Why was he doing that? He was doing that because he was getting his vote in the boxes because he knew and they knew it was a close race. Now, yep. that's not sour grapes or whatever, but I do think our side needs to have some real tough conversations with ourself, Um, have some real after action reports to say, OK, that's a simple one. That is a technical, mechanical problem we can fix. That's yeah. one. Yeah. Number two is we need to stop playing small ball with some issues here. We need to decide what are some big general themes that we can build a larger, broader, sustainable coalition on um, that we can say, okay, people may not agree with us on some issues, some issues that are decades away before you could even do anything about because you got to win House and a governorship. But where can we start conversations where the voter is, not where we want them to be, but where they are? And, and start talking about things and making those connections and going into places where Republicans don't typically go um, I have to think the collapse
2: I th- I have to think the collapse of the education system in the state has to be one of those here. I mean just you watch we're not going to be fully funded after all even after this session. I have a sneaking suspicion
6: no it's completely impossible to be fully funded because no. there's m- lots more mandates that were added. A good friend of mine brought out um he he does some PR stuff and he said, you know what? The literacy gap is so massive. Um, Suburban moms care about that. Metro moms care about that. Rural moms care about that. Why aren't we going schools, you know, doing press release, press release, press release and media thing into those areas and highlight those in a sustained way and Mm -hmm. make ourselves interesting?
2: Yeah, not to focus on that, but that seems like one where we have just seeded the high ground to the Democrats without without a battle. So well, we we've lost the teachers union. There's nothing we can do about it. As Virginia has shown us, that is categorically not the case. That the elections in states that we thought were hopeless three years ago turn on that issue.
6: Florida, for example, I'm yes. just using this as an example, Florida spent five years doing a consistent and dependable uh, voter registration project as well as an absentee early vote project they worked on it for five years and then all of a sudden they have their version of a trifecta so good mechanical operations matters along with obviously the other things but that's the base that's the foundation you gotta build if you want to turn things around and to be honest no matter what your political stripe is you want people of both political parties being able to be at the table, having discussions because good policies result. Bad ideas get fixed yeah. in those things.
2: So, OK, we talked about the, uh, the re- need for the Republican Party to get better at the mechanics of elections. Of course, needing to do the footwork, staff the phone banks, get people out on the street uh, up against Keith Ellison in Brooklyn Park. Uh that goes without, it goes without saying, but we need to say it anyway. Let's talk in the moment we have remaining here. Let's talk about the first point you brought up, the need to rebuild trust in the Republican Party in the play, parts of the state that don't inherently trust us already. What does that look like, Jennifer? Jeanette.
6: Well, first of all, it's, again, going and having those conversations, not in an election year, but in a, like a this year. Yeah. Um, voters choose and they fill in a bubble for who they trust and who they don't. And unfortunately, when we're at the at the position where we are, which is, I mean, it's a vertical climb to, to earn that going up. We have to go and make sure that we are in sync with what they care about and the issues that impact their lives. People vote because, quite frankly, it's a transactional relationship. I'm voting for you so that you will make a decision in my best interest for facts or things that I don't even know about yet. So I believe in you. Because I believe that you have my best interest in heart. The Democrats do get that. I mean, not just, oh, they're going to pass some policy and I'm going to get a bunch of checks in the mail. That's no, that's not it. They understand that it's a it's a back and forth. It's a it's a transaction. Trust me, I'll vote for you. I don't trust you. I don't care if you agree with believe in every single thing that I believe in. I'm not voting for you. That's the simple thing. And. We obviously, how many elections now do we have to be told the voters do not trust us on the global scale that we need to?
2: Hopefully no more after this past one. Jennifer, Jeanette, we need to talk about this again in the near future. We are bingo on time here, but this is definitely something we can get get together and talk about again. Between now and caucus time at the very latest, I have to think.
6: I'm happy to come anytime.
2: Absolutely. Uh, Jennifer, Jeanette, ladies do you have a website where people can find out more about what you're doing?
6: You know what? You can come to my website at ballotbox strategies.com ballot box strategies.com, and you can um, my emails there reach out happy to have a conversation with anyone
2: excellent i'll post that shot in the dark that info uh hennepin county sheriff's association back in the blues when we come back go nowhere Softly
1: humming.
4: master pool and spa Vacation sale save 35 to 65 percent and vacation in your own backyard resort from minnesota's largest spa dealer we have the largest selection at unbeatable prices Choosing a staycation spa that fits your family is easy. We have nearly 40 different models to choose from. Many are on display at our St. Louis Park showroom. Or visit our website at masterpoolandspa.com. Free delivery to your home or cabin. And trade-ins are welcome. We'll even haul away your old spa. 18 months, 0% financing. Master Pool & Spa Staycation Sale. Save 35 to 65%. Offer ends Sunday. Master Pool and Spa, 394 in Louisiana, 952-253-0665, 952-253-0665, or visit MasterPoolAndSpa.com.
0: That's MasterPoolAndSpa.com. You're smart, you're busy, and don't have time to waste on the mainstream media cycle. Salem News Channel breaks that cycle. Topics that matter from hosts worth watching. Dinesh D'Souza, Andrew Wilkow, Brandon Tatum and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. Salem News Channel, not like the other guys. Watch anytime on any screen, free, 24-7. Find everything you need to know at snc.tv. That's snc.tv.
1: Chances are she's listening to you right now. But Alexa has a lot of competition. Google Nest or Amazon Echo are two of the best. All you have to do is turn it on and tell it to listen to what you want. This radio station, of course. When she hears our name, we start playing. Remember, it's as simple as this. Alexa, play the Patriot Minneapolis. That's play the Patriot Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. We are AM 1280, the Patriot. AM 12